Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Back for your listening pleasure. It's the Chats with Cats podcast. Although you may not have been as used to hearing from us as you have been in the past. Oh, not very, very good this year. Very bad. Oh, dear. Just inconsistent. A bit like Mark's batting, really. Terrible. You're here with Rick, Dan, and Mark. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot that bit. Yeah. Oh, Chats with Cats podcast. Hey, um, we've had a real bad run over the so last bad. few months, really. I've been sick. You've been sick. Yeah, I've been fine. But you didn't get COVID, though, did you? You got just flu? Just like a real bad flu. Actually, mm. Rachel's still coughing and like coughing up shit from it like three mm. weeks later. It's terrible. But your sickness hasn't just been flu. No. Nah. I've had a fucking shocking run. So since I went into quarantine over Christmas, had the Achilles tendonitis, then pulled my back out, had the flu... And then this week, oh my fucking God, went to emergency with a full-blown rash, swelling of my face, feet, throat. I was fucked. I actually was in so much trouble. I sent you guys the photos. What did the yeah. doctors say was the problem? Um, th- they couldn't tell me. They honestly couldn't tell me. I went down there. And what I'm about like, the specialists? Okay. Let me tell you what happened. I woke up on, I think it was after the last... Uh, we, we dropped that MH370 little special last week just to cover the time. Before that uh, episode dropped the Wednesday prior, I'd woken up that Wednesday morning with just some fucking dots on my arms. I thought, oh, I'll just take some Telfast. Hopefully it's like a, a little reaction to something. It will go away. It did for two days. And then it kept, kept coming back. And I thought, that's weird. The fucking Friday night, I um, was it Friday? I can't even remember now. It was two days after. I was sitting on the couch with Alison and all of a sudden she was like, what the fuck is going on with your face? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like... <laughs> Not really what you want to hear from nah. you. And I'm like, to be. I'm like itching my neck and fucking my face just started getting all these red dots all over it, all down the back of my neck. And then, I don't know, I said to her, I was like, should I get like a at-home doctor? Like I don't want to go to emergency. This isn't like really that bad yet. As the next two hours went by, I started having like a swollen lip my fucking face under my eyes started swelling up and I was like, I think we need to think about going to hospital now. Like, if this goes into my wow. throat, I'm in trouble, like real bad. 
So it got to about 11.30. I'd organised like an at-home doctor to come here and I'd called the health line. I was like, what do I do? And they're like, well, if you're getting swelling in your mouth and your throat, you would need to fucking get someone to drive you to hospital because if it gets worse, you, could, your airways. Yeah, you could fucking just drive off the side of the road and die. And anyway, so I'm like, fuck this, packed everything I needed, which was basically just jumper and thongs, got in the car, drove, what was it, 30 minutes to the nearest hospital. On the way there... I get a call from my at-home doctor wanting to do a FaceTime and I was like, this is not happening. See, I've, I've fucking, you're not important to me at all anymore. Go to the next person. Get to the hospital. Give me a COVID check. I go in and within, you know how you usually wait in the emergency room for like four or five hours? Yeah, yeah. I reckon I was there for about 30 minutes and they were like straight in, laid down on this bed in one of my rooms for about what seemed like probably two hours. It was about just over an hour. But the swelling was getting so bad in my throat, I was like, I need to fucking hit a button. Someone needs to come now and do something now. And Alison was like looking around the room. Hits this button. In comes this male nurse. He's like, can I help you? I was like, I don't know how to explain what's happening right now, but if you don't go and get someone, this situation here could become very, very bad. And he was like, he he sort of understood what I meant but didn't know what to do, so he went and got a doctor. As soon as the doctors and nurses came in, they all gasped. They were like, oh, my God, oh, my God. What have you eaten? What have you done? I was like, nothing oh different. Gosh. Nothing different. Just normal life. And Not this- hiking through some remote nah. weird rainforest and nah. bitten by some bug or something. The only thing I can think of <laughs> is the red wine I was drinking that Monday night podcast. The first time I've had red wine in the podcast for ages. That's the only thing. Maybe that had something in it. Was I don't that know. that long ago? So, but, you know... Podcasts have histamines in it, and it might have just been in like a random type of histamine that doesn't agree with you. I don't know. I have no idea. And the thing is, I said to them every. I think over the time I was at the first hospital, I got transferred to Flinders, as you guys know. I was there for probably fifteen hours over the two hospitals. I reckon I saw three doctors, two specialists, and about ten nurses. None of them could explain what was going on. I, they shot me full of adrenaline to try and fuck the swelling off. What was that like? Uh, I didn't really notice anything, to be oh, honest. Okay. Like it wasn't like I wanted to go run a marathon. But um, you can imagine that, yeah, your that, skin's all fucked. I know. You just get smashed with adrenaline. And you're like, you know what though? Sit still. I'm laying there, and after three hours, they're like, "We're gonna watch you for four hours in case you fucking go into cardiac arrest." They're like, "Um, how's the swelling going?" After three hours, I was like, "It's still in my lips and it's not going down." And then I could tell that the doctors were panicking because they were going, giving him adrenaline, giving him steroid injections. Giving him like, and they had me on some sort of drip thing as well. And I'm thinking like, I can tell you guys are now running out of ideas. That's when they came in and said, yeah, we're sending you to Flinders to go see a specialist. I was like, this is fucked. And they're like, do you want to wait on an ambulance? I'm like, do I have to pay for the ambulance? They're like, yes, you do. And I was like, "Um, how long could that be? Or anywhere between an hour to 10 hours. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get someone to drive me there. So I I drove myself basically to the next hospital, walked in, got a second COVID test because... Eight out, um, Could have caught it on the way there. What yeah, exactly. time was this when you're driving yourself? Was Alison there? Uh, Alison was there until three in the morning. Then I told her to go home. Fair enough. And then I got my old mate, my dad, to pick me up and take me down. Yeah. Um, got got my little COVID test, waited another hour in the, that emergency, and then the specialist saw me. They came up to me and they were like, all right, so what have you been taking? I said, oh, just some steroid tablets and one Telfast, the really hardcore Telfast. And they were like, yeah, look – and I told you this, but this fucking really rocked me. This is where I got really worried. The doctor says to me, he's like, look, I don't know how to cure you, but I know how to keep you alive. 
And I was like, no one should say that. I know. I was like, hang on a second. So what are you telling me? And he's like, well, look, this could last anywhere from two weeks to 10 weeks. That's sort of the medium range. Or it could go five months to a year. And I'm like, what can? What is happening to me? He's like, could be allergic reaction. It could be. Um, You're right, I just twitched. Yeah, I know. I, I'm fucked up. Anyway, he couldn't tell me what it was. He named like six things. He's like, it's one of those probably. <laughs> I know how to keep you alive. Like. Yeah. And so anyway, be careful how you word things. I know. And you know what? I said to him, I'm like, okay, so I'm going home now. You're not giving me anything extra. I'm still just as bad as I have been for the last like six hours. What do I do? He's like, just take Telfast. And I'm like, what, just one a day? He's like, no, I want you to take four. And I'm like, of the 180 milligram Telfast, it says on there to only take one every 24 hours. He's like, yeah, you're now taking four. And I was like, holy shit. He's like, this is a unique situation. Yeah. This and doctor's the one that you go to when mm. your wife's having a baby and yep. he's like, great news, you're pregnant, but it's not yours. Yeah, yeah, fucking, oh. Anyway, I go home, things start calming down a bit. My skin's still fucked, but the swelling's not as bad. I go to sleep, wake up the next day, swollen feet, swollen hands, can't fucking walk, can't do fucking anything. I thought, all right, I'm going to give it one more day and if any time it goes into my throat again, I've got to go back to emergency. Next day I wake up, just as bad again. So I fucking called Norlunga Flinders, trying to find out this specialist name. Finally found it out, called him, got in contact. I'm like, I'm still very fucked up. Like, there's no improvement. What do I do? Just keep taking the steroid tablets, but just maybe a little bit less than normal. And I'm like, what happens? And he's like, lots of side effects, so just don't take it too long. And I was like, you're not very good at making me feel safe. Like, wow. And to be honest, at the worst point, even, even when I got to, to Flinders and I still had like a fair bit of swelling in my face. At the worst point, if someone was to ask me how close to like your airwaves closing over and it being possibly like life-threatening, I would have said 7 out of 10. Like I know that's not... That's still a pretty scary... It's scary. Like it is scary because when you see people that you think will have all the answers not have the answers, that's very worrying. (coughs) To be be honest, that's what worried me when you were telling us. Mm. When you were like, the specialist doesn't know what's going on. You said it to me in the car on the way to cricket. You're like... I was scared. This is the... You're like, I don't want to say it to Dan because I want him to be in positive spirits and stuff. But he's like, no one knows what's wrong with him. Mm. I was a bit scared. He was scared. Okay, here's, here's an update though. So... It has, obviously, you guys can see right now, I pretty much look normal, but occasionally I'll start getting little hivey spots on legs, shins, knees. Yeah. But nowhere near as bad as it was. Um, so it seems to be dying off, which is great. But I thought if it was triggered by something, I need to find the answer because no one has a fucking answer so far. So I booked in to see another doctor yeah. who I see. And this doctor, I won't name him because I actually respect him. Um, <laughs> for a while, I actually... I thought he was making a mockery out of me. Like, I really did. He, I'd go in there and he'd suggest some really bizarre things, but every time he cured me, every time. Allison, same problem, go in there. Hit and miss sort of ideas, yeah. every time cured. But I've now come to the cl- conclusion he's a genius, so I said I'm going to go see him. Showed him photos, told him everything. I said, what do you think it is? And he goes, I think it's a severe, severe allergic reaction. And I said, okay, I came here to get an allergy test. Can you hook one up for me? He goes, yep, I'll give you a referral. And then I said to him, what's the, the time frame? He goes, mm, you know, somewhere between one week and two years. And I was like, well, well, that's not very helpful. But he said, yeah, due to COVID, just can't tell you. He just said, that's just where you're at. To get in for this test. Yeah. So Far I think he must have bulk billed me, which I, was, I would have rather just paid and got in somewhere in a month's time if that's a thing. But now that it's done and dusted, who knows? But I'm just going to stay away from red, move on. 
hopefully we have continuous podcasts and no issues. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's scary, man. Mm, very bad. So the swelling, did yeah. it get to your dick or not? Uh, actually, I got things all over my body apart from dick, balls, and the top of my head. Everything else was affected. Wow. So the forearm was the one that got me. What? Oh, the one on my arms. You yeah. sent photos of that. Mm, very bad. It's like a ringworm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but it wasn't that. They ruled out ringworm, hives. They ruled out heaps of stuff, but then just couldn't tell me what it was. I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> I've got this big list of possibilities, and they're like, oh, look, if we rule out a few, that's just as good yeah. as telling you what it is. And then you're tagging me in like mosquito born viruses yeah, that are locally killing people. killing people. Just trying to make oh. him feel better. <laughs> Far out. Well, um, that's hectic, and we all were actually worried for you. Well, I was very worried. Glad that you're getting better slowly. I'm very glad that my penis is intact because if my penis started getting things on it, that that would have been really confidence. Not really confidence. <laughs> really not good for confidence. Yeah. Oh. oh, dear. Well, on the note of talking about sad and bad things, mm. um, it is a little while past the passing of the late, great SK Shane Warne. Keith Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, and we won't spend huge amounts of time on it, but... Um, obviously just meant so much to so many people and I've listened to and watched a lot of the tributes and watched the um, documentary mm. and like he absolutely just is what he is and he, yeah. and he knew it like he, like he says I was just a normal bloke and I used to listen to loud music and mm. eat smoke cigarettes and, and smoke cigarettes and play a bit of cricket but that's just completely him mm. but he just had this aura about him and obviously could just do amazing things with the cricket ball. So, Do you see that footage emerge of him teaching a kid outside of his hotel room how to bowl leg spin? Just, I don't know if he was on the way to somewhere or whatever, but he'd stopped for like a good 15, 20 minutes, random kid, and was just bowling back and forth with him. Like just cool shit like that. Yeah. That's what he was he like. Was, he was quite modest for someone that could have easily been very arrogant mm. given his sort of... I think he was quietly arrogant. Like, yeah, he I definitely was, but he wasn't. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, my memory of Shane was on the hill, Ashes cricket, the whole crowd would start chanting on the hill, Warney, Warney, and he'd take his hat off and bow to the crowd. He was always about the fans. He's a showcase and Entertaining man. the people. Yeah. That was always at the top of his... Do you know one thing that really made me sad about this was moments after his death, an hour you started seeing in the comments, oh, I bet it was the vaccine that's done it. Vaccine. Yeah. It was a, such a dampener yeah. to like celebrating his life. I was like, fucking shut the fuck up. Like it's not important. We're celebrating a life here and you're mm. wanting to run your agenda on the anti-vax. Yeah, it's terrible, isn't it? It's fuck. so bad. I hated that. Made me very sad. I, I can't think of a, a death that's really rocked me more um, in recent memory in terms of someone famous that I've never met before. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty I, full on. I reckon it was one of the the most celebrity sort of deaths that sort of rocked me. And I went like, yeah. oh, I'd like, hang on a second. Maybe if I just shake my head, it's not real. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, that's not happening now. Yep. No. I got real upset when I saw Ricky Ponting. Oh, like, that was sad. Because Ponting is so stoic and just like a man. And level headed in front of the camera. And when Ricky was, like, breaking down, I was like, man, I, I can't do this. Do you know what is bizarre, though? And this is nothing nothing to take away from Shane at all. But, like, if you're an Australian, you follow the seasons, which is from about now to October, is all about footy. You don't really focus on cricket or hear about it. In turn, Shane Warne and all the others, like Ricky Ponting and the commentators, yeah. sort of go under the radar a bit. And you don't notice that they're 
missing or not around. Yeah. So you can go nine months of your, your year almost, not even caring that you haven't seen from someone like Shane Warne. But then as soon as you find out that that was the last time you're ever going to hear from him, you go, fuck. It really bothers you. Like, it's such a weird concept. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. believe that it was true when I first saw it. Mm. Woke up early, boys woke up, and I started scrolling and saw that he, there was posts about he'd passed. And then I was like, nah, this can't be wrong. Right. So I, I thought, I'll fucking, I'll go to Instagram and go to his Instagram. And he'd, he had a story. You know, you put yeah. a story up. And I was like, he's not dead. He's got a story. Mm. And then I opened the story and it was actually the last story post he did was a tribute to Rodney Marsh. Yeah, how like, fucking sad is that? Gone too soon, blah, blah, blah. And that was, it said from 18 hours ago that he posted that mm. and obviously he'd passed away in that time frame. It's like, Yeah, fuck. I think that was like four hours after or something. That's just so fucked up though. But yeah. Oh, anyway. well, he's got his um, state funeral coming up too. 30th of March, is it still? State funeral, grandstand named after him. MCG. Mm. It's um, it's fitting it, but the only thing I wish with things like that is he deserved to see that stand become his within his yeah. own lifetime. Yeah. It's sad when people don't get to see their like, yeah, like all good that we're gonna, you know, he'll have that as a remembrance to him for all of time, or not, along that last, or but. even just to not see the outpour of support right now, like, you know, the celebration of his life. It's been huge, like the, one of the biggest Aussie icons I've seen yeah. die, and the response yeah. by far. Easily. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Yep. Big time. All right, should we move on? Let's lift the mood a bit because I've been sad. Shane Warne's dead, so that's sad. Yep. All right. Mark, we'll stay on the theme of cricket for a minute. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yep, Rick. So, start her up. Start her up. <clears throat> Mark's got well, Mark's got quite a talent for wicket-keeping. I'll start there. He's actually really? not bad. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. The really? Fir- the first match that he came in, so it's a team that I've been playing with for a little while and it's just a little Wednesday night competition. It's nothing too serious. The first game, Mark says, "Oh, do you reckon I'll get to keep?" And I was like, "What? Who wants to? Who wants I to do you that?" Off spin, left arm off spin, or left something. arm orthies, yeah. Orth- <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, no, I, I like keeping." I was like, "Oh, well, there's a guy in the team that keeps. Like, he always keeps, so probably not." He's like, "Oh, okay." Anyway, it turns out that guy's not playing. Oh, Bingo. how's so, the luck? So Mark comes in and keeps, and just like didn't didn't drop a ball, <laughs> didn't let a buy through. Took catches, did it made a stumping? Really? How yeah. often does that happen in indoor cricket? Not, it's no, not no, indoor, no. It's, it's, this it's is outdoor cricket. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. We love it. It's bloody good. Anyway, shot the lights out. It was really good. And yeah. he's telling me this story. Oh, I've got these old uh, wicket keeping gloves that I've yeah. had for years. I love them. And Ian Healy I'm Supremes. about to get them refaced. Over yeah. to you. Yeah. Okay. So I play a really good game, and I'm really excited to get these gloves back. I was using the the team's gloves. Um, Jangles had a spare pair, so I was using those. Jangles, is so, that a cat? It's such a good name for such a good name for a cricketer. Like, <laughs> Jangles, it's Jangles. I love yeah, that name. It's such a oh, and he's no. he is such a Jangles. Power to your sister so, Jangles. Okay, Rick. Before I continue, should I call the guy out? Fuck yes. Okay, okay. There's a guy at Blackwood, right? Mm-hmm. Now he does a whole lot of um, it's like shoe repairs. Yeah, shoe, cuts he's, keys and he's shoes. a shoe repair, cuts keys, all that sort of stuff. Yep. So I call him up and. I'm on a high. I'm like, I'm back playing cricket. I want to get my gloves refaced. So wicket keeping gloves, the the rubber on the front was all torn away and they needed to be fixed. So I called him up. I'm like, can you do this job? He sounded really hesitant and he's like, yeah, I can do them. Never done them before. Bring them in. I brought them in. 
I said, take your time. There's no rush to get them back. I said this because he didn't sound confident that he could do the job. Two weeks go by. So there's your first red flag. <laughs> Two weeks go by. I call him up. Hey, just wanting to know how you're going. Maybe I thought you didn't take my number down and you were wanting me to contact you and you couldn't contact me. No, mate, no, I've been busy. Just haven't had a, a chance to start them <laughs> after two weeks. He got, I'm busy by someone yeah. who's giving money to. Yeah, yeah. I'm busy. Yeah, that's what he said. I said, no, no worries, no worries. And I was relieved at that point because I'm like, okay, he, he's, he hasn't started but he still has them. He hasn't lost them and he's going to do them eventually. So another two weeks go by and I'm starting to go, what the fuck is going on here? A month has gone by and I haven't heard anything. Hey, stop, stop you there. Have yeah. you ever used him for anything else? Yes. Okay. And a pair how of long, football boots. Okay. How long did that take? Uh, about five days. Okay. okay. So there's a serious problem here. So the problem, good point. Second the problem red right flag. now is that I'm thinking that he's just ignoring the job because he either doesn't want to do it or it's too hard. Mm. But like, if that's the case, he should have told me. Anyway, I call him up, says, mate, I still haven't got around to it. I still haven't started it. I've just been real flat out. It. I've just been real flat out. Hopefully I can start them sometime early next week. Early next week comes around and I'm fucking fuming. I'm like, this has actually gotten to the point now where I'm starting to feel really disrespected. Yeah. This guy has had my gloves for over a month. It even says on the ticket, right? Um, if not collected it, in a yeah. month, <laughs> don't come back. Yes. Are you serious? It says if not collected in a month, the property is no longer yours. Meaning I'm not going to like stand around for a month holding your shit after I've fixed it if you haven't come back. But oh. in this scenario, he hasn't even started. So technically he owns my gloves. Right? <laughs> so my sister says, Mark, this is fucking bullshit. You're being too nice. I know a guy up north that would do your gloves, take them to him. He's done a good job on my stuff. Whatever. He'll get them done in three months. <laughs> I walked in there. And for the first time in my life, mm. I didn't use one piece of manners. I walked in there and I said, I've got a guy at Marston that's going to do the job. He's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I haven't started them still. And I'm like, of course you fucking haven't. As soon as I walked in there, I'm like, I'm here for the gloves. He sort of looked startledly over at me like, oh, fuck this guy. Like he didn't, he doesn't, he didn't want a bar of it. Not only had he not started the gloves... His workplace was sort of on the other side of the desk. He was keeping my gloves sort of where customers could like grab them. Not that anyone would want to steal, but why? Storing them out in just a way. They need to be out my way because I'm not doing any work Uh, close to that right now. So I grabbed them and the lady that was, I think it's his wife or whatever, She, um, I had some of the rubber that I gave to him. I supplied the rubber, by the way. And she goes, oh, is is this his? He's like, yeah, I'm like, fucking give me them now, man. I'm about to snap. I'm like, all right. Walked out, didn't say anything, talked him to this guy, got them done within three days. Wow. And I just thought, fucking hell, man. Like, how bad for business can you, you be? Hey, here's the thing. How bad for business can Something's you be? Something's really been well, – well, it could be a topic we'll talk about now. Something's been really benefiting, benefiting me lately, and it's yeah. reviews. Yeah. Reviews on products. Reviews on businesses. I've actually started, and I love it. It's actually making me choose better things and saving bad decisions. Are you going to write a review on this dude? I haven't, but I, I've been. Oh, t- you got to. I've been told by a, a lot Google of people. Google review. I think you have to. I've been to. told by people to do it because, like, 
before a week or two ago, I was sort of just like, if it's close and convenient, I'm just going to do it. And then from my experience, I'll judge whether I'll go back. Okay. I figured now, just look at the reviews. Spend 10 minutes and just find out how fucked the people are. Because in this, you could have saved yourself five weeks and been playing better cricket. I think you need to really stand back and put things into perspective here. Anyone listening, I want you to imagine you go in somewhere, you take your shoes in, your boots. I don't care if they're gloves. I don't care if the job's hard or easy. That should be irrelevant. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. They accept the job. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine waiting more than a month to be told twice, sorry, I haven't started the job yet? It's it's actually insane. Is this a brick and mortar place, obviously? It's he does keys, he does like shoe repair shit. Okay. I just So this guy runs a legitimate business and doesn't have the courtesy or the professional professionalism to give you a call and say, Mate, unfortunately I think it's best you take this somewhere else. Like even, even after two weeks. Been, yes. Yes. Even after a week, that yeah. would have been fine. Hey, how about I give you a $15, $20 credit for the next time you need something done for yeah. fucking you around? Like there's so was, many ways you could yeah. diffuse that. Really oh, bad business. Shocking. Yeah. Right. Terrible. What's this about your hips? Okay. Oh, yeah, this is upsetting. This is upsetting. It's not good, actually. So I went for a run a few weeks ago and I pulled up pretty sore. In like up top my hip flexors, mm. I thought, "Fuck, that's not normal for me." And I thought it was maybe thought maybe it started after the first game back of cricket, and then it got worse and got worse, and then it just got really bad, like to the point where I couldn't run through it. Like it was so painful, and I was thinking, so like a pinching or just a bruising yeah. feeling. Well, I thought it initially. I thought it was just a standard like like DOMS, like delayed onset yeah. muscle soreness, and then it just fucking stayed and stayed and wasn't getting better whether I was resting or doing things. So I booked in to go and see this doctor who's he's a sports doctor, he's diagnosed Australian cricket team, all this sort of stuff out of this good clinic out at Mile End. Anyway, so I go in there, had an appointment for 9 a.m. Got there, sitting in the waiting room. The guy didn't see me until quarter past nine. I walked out of his office within 10 minutes and he diagnosed me 
and he was really slow, super short and blunt about it. He wasn't nasty or rude or anything like he that. He just was certain. But he knew. was just like, all right, explain to him what I was feeling. He's like, all right, just jump up on the bed here. He had a bit of a play with my legs. Oh, glad you said legs. And um, he's like, uh, so this isn't great, but what you've got is uh, early onset osteoarthritis in your hips. Oh. And I was like, what? And he's like, is there any history of hip problems in your family? He's like, yeah, dad's in his 60s and he's had both of his done now. He's like, yeah, well, I reckon that's where you're going to be one day. And he goes, and it could be 20 minutes, it could be 20 years before it gets really bad, but that's what I reckon it is. And he goes, I'm pretty much 100% certain, but there's a real tiny chance that it could just be like stress fracture or something like that. Um, he said, but I, that's not what I think it is. I do. Stress fracture. Think positive. Well, that's we're running next week. Very rarely do you ever want to hope for a stress fracture because it's bad. Like it mm, still takes yeah. a while to get over and but stuff. It's better than the... it's better than the alternative. But it's like so. so Giving me uh, anti-inflammatories to take for a month, and then if it's not feeling better, to go and get an X-ray and MRI. Uh, from from what he's told you, or from what you you know, or Google's told you, how long should a fracture heal in? Six weeks. Stress fracture. Yeah. Uh, they can be longer term than that, like a few months. Okay. So let's say three months' time you've still got the pain. It's 100% bad, bad. Well, I've got a referral for an MRI and an X-ray, and they'll show up either thing. This has been a bad health year. Very bad. Isn't it bad? So bad. But so get... this is the problem with this, right? You're going to be in a wheelchair by August. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that hasn't copped something. You're going to go up for a screamer in a pack and come down on your neck yeah. and be a paraplegic oh, or something. God. You're going to walk outside and get hit by a comet or something. Oh. <laughs> Struck by lightning. Yeah. So just to put this into some perspective from a mental health perspective, right? Mm. Running is all I do. That is the thing that I do that I love. I love running, staying fit, run 60 Ks a week normally, roughly 50, 60 Ks a week. And he's basically taking that away from you. Yeah. Can you substitute it, it with so fucking tough mentally yeah. to deal with that? Is, yeah. is it? So you can substitute it with any type of activity or. But that's exercise, the thing that really. That's the thing that I loved doing. You yeah, know? that's sad. It's fucked. Mm. Anyway, old man hips don't get them, they're shit. All right. You we know have, what else is we fucked? Have, we, have, we have hope, though. Mm. You know. We've got a small bit of hope. Ma- manage and it. And I hope. I manage hope. it, you'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that's fucked. Okay. Everything is so fucking expensive now. Oh, isn't it? Just within a blink of a fucking eye, mm. bang, everything's expensive. Okay, remember probably the start of this season, I can't remember episode numbers, I said I tried to buy three items and it cost me $30. And I laughed at you. Yeah. I was like, fuck off, whatever. Yeah. But it's a real thing now. I'm telling you now, with petrol prices, with the war going on, fucking, I, re- I reckon you can get somewhere, buy something, and get home without spending fifty dollars now. Like, yeah, I would say that. Exactly. I got a lift up here with Rick, and I didn't take my car to save money. It would have saved me about thirty bucks coming with you up here in your car. Mm. So sponge, he's a sponge. Yeah, hey, S- you got to do what you can. About it. You know what? You guys might have to take out a personal loan soon to keep this going. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Like, um, that's the thing, mushrooms. How much do you think a mushroom should be? A kilo? Like, a, oh, a kilo. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd happily pay for a kilo of mushrooms, eight ninety nine, plus $10 per kilo to that. 20 bucks. Fuck that. It's like $18.99, fucking 17 bucks a kilo, 18 bucks a kilo. Hectic. Fuck right. this. This is so fucked. Everything's going to go up too because obviously petrol 
is used to get your groceries from point A to B to C to D to store. Yes. Everyone now has to Especially pay more. In Australia. Yeah. Fucked up. This is very bad. And the war, I mean, we went into that deep a few episodes ago. Since then, things are just as bad. Oh, they're if way worse. worse. No, yeah. they're just way worse. Where is this going? Do you th- I mean, you follow this war way Yeah, Dan, you're the, you're the uh, panel expert with the is war. Is it going to end up in a nuke getting dropped? Or to, is it to be get- honest, my, my preference of focusing on things went from the Ukraine war to almost dying and things on my skin. So yeah. I did lose a little bit of what's going on. But <laughs> from what I understand is, you know, I said petrol is going to go up to $150 a barrel. We're at $130 now. They've... From what I know, they're uh, expecting it to possibly go up to three hundred a barrel, which means that we're going to be paying fucking like three dollars fifty here in Australia if that happens. That's hilarious. Yeah, like, isn't that fucking that's great? That's almost like a practical joke, isn't it? But <laughs> it will definitely go to one fifty, and they've told Putin now we're not going to buy you fuel. Fucking done. See ya. So that's why we're now all fucked. Um, Saudi Arabia have to try and build less things on megastructures on sand and find more oil. And that's going to fix the problem. But however long that will take, I don't know. It might not even get good for like six months, a year. Could get worse. Imagine if we go to World War Three. I think we're heading do you that think, way. Do you think? Do you think? No, but... Hang on. The, the latest The odds was, are shortening, Rick. This is not factual at all, but something along these lines. I remember, I don't know if it was Poland gave some mag jets to Germany and put them on a tarmac and basically said, hey, Ukraine, if you want to use these, you can. Putin was like... If someone from NATO gives you anything like that and you use them, that's classed as a war. I don't know if they've used them, but he was basically very angry about that and it was pushing the envelope closer to World War Three. And a lot of things have. He bombed hospitals. He's bombed something closer to another border now. Oh, Rachel like, was telling me about that. So apparently it was like a women's and children's type hospital. Yeah, so fucking it was tragic. Like ladies and, in labour, like... And do you know what? out with blood all war, over War them. crimes, man. Think of... I was actually quite... Um, I wouldn't say proud of myself, but mum, my mum came and saw me um, straight after. She said, oh, you poor thing. Like, this is absolutely horrible. And I said, to be honest, it's actually not that bad, me having all this shit going wrong with me this year, compared to people in Sydney whose houses have been completely flooded, lost yeah. everything, can't buy food. I'm not running fucking borders away from fucking bombs and shit in the sky. Life's still pretty good for us here, like, Although things are expensive and shit's fucked, it's way worse in so many spots. But it's just like if people would just calm the fuck down, Putin, and just be a normal cunt, so many other people could just live better. That's you know so I mean? Aussie, what you've just said. Yeah, I know. Clip that up and calm just the send fuck it to down and just be a normal cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fucked up a lot of people's lives. And it's a real – it's just – you know what it is? It's really inconvenient. I might send him a letter telling him how inconvenient he's making a lot of people's lives. And and he might respond. Once, once you've drafted it, can you send it to me? I reckon in the way I write it, he'll be responding. There's yeah. no way he won't. Choose the right font. Well, <laughs> stuff's so expensive at the moment that Mark's selling stuff on Marketplace. Oh. oh what are you selling? Well, I've got my little side business with my sporting goods. Oh, your cricket bats? Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Um, no, um, Rick mentioned a few weeks ago... Um, if you are selling something on Marketplace, you might get a message from someone saying, is this still available? Mm. And you respond with, yes, it's available. And they respond with, fucking nothing. Mm. Every single time. <laughs> what Rick said, it's not a myth. It's not made up. This is fact. People literally just go, is this still available? Yes, it's available. And that's it. Yep. 
that they're, they're just coming in just to check that it's available and then fucking off. Hey, guess it's what? Actually, really annoying. I, I, actually I thought I to, had a sale. I have to go against the grain here, but this might be because of the bat. The treadmill's gone in the podcast room, right? Yeah. Gone. Oh, I sold it for eighty bucks. I want it gone quick, fast. Eighty. Three That's hours. So cheap. I would yeah. have given you more than that. Oh, you know what? I is, don't this, think, is it still available? You, you probably <laughs> you probably would have given me like more, but you would have taken a month and a half to pick it up, and then yeah, you know, it would have been a problem. So anyway, it's gone. But I had two people or three people hit me up. Is this available? And that was it. All of them talked to me, and and then it's gone. And it was sold. I didn't have. Is this still available? And then nothing else after after I said yes. So I got away for my first one ever. Without a ghosting, is this still available? Wow. So it does happen. Wow. It's like a solar eclipse. But what else have you had recently? You've had some gentleman from way over the seas offer you, you had two items up for $150 oh, each. Yeah, I got a couple of old fucking 2012 15-inch MacBook Pros. One's Allison's, one's mine. We never use them. I just want to fuck it off. Go. Out my house. So I was, had them both up for 300 I've got people hitting me up. Is it still available? I'm like, they're broken. Do you know how to fix them? Like, do you know that you're buying them basically for parts? Like, is this still available? Oh, mate, fuck. You just don't know. Have you read? They don't read the description either. They think they're working. Why would I be selling two perfectly working computers for fucking like next to nothing? Oh, talking about not reading the description, mm-hmm. that's, that's a perfect one. I sold a coffee table or something. I can't, no, it was outdoor chairs. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had experience selling a few things on Marketplace. And all the time, people come back to you with, oh, what are the dimensions? Like, what's the height? What's the width? What's, you know, all that sort of stuff. Read the fucking thing. So, and, no, I'd, I learnt. So, previously, I didn't put it in the description. Yeah, you have to. So, I put it in the description now. And this, fuck, person came to me and was <coughs> like, but what size is it? I think it was a rug I was selling. And I'm like, the dimensions are there. Read the fucking description. And I didn't tell him. I just said, "Read the description. Like, don't make me." Do you think do they that think title? For you. And then they replied with, "Is this still available?" <laughs> 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 oh, very, oh, very. It's good. actually so annoying. All right, uh, Dan. We were just gassing on something before. Yes. <clears throat> you don't know what Delhi is short for. I thought it was Della Matesi. <laughs> Della Catesi. All right, I'll line up. I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? Delhi. 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 What is it? Yeah. Delicatessen. Delicatessen? I had no idea. Why? Did Delic- you go to school? Yeah. Yeah, we went to school. I, have, I, I heard this on the radio. People were talking about where have delis gone? And I knew because they can't fucking support themselves. But I, I started reminiscing going, I miss going to like the corner store and buying those cool ollies and, you know, the sugar straps as a kid. And they're always so unique. All of them were different. But anyway... Obviously, I was driving and very distracted. I thought it was Delicatessi or Delamatesi, but what, so, what's it called? If we asked 100 Aussies, just without exaggerating, what percentage would know that? 85%. 85. Nah, I don't yes. reckon. Nah, no yes. way. I reckon 20% and they'd all, right. all be over 40. I want to hear from anyone who listens to this. Yeah. DM me directly. At, Send something to and, the chats with cats. And don't be Insta afraid. Or Facebook Don't or be whatever. afraid to be honest and admit that you don't know. Hey. I want Hang to on. hear. This is, it has to be straight up because the people listening now can be like, oh, I'm going to act like I knew and then I'm going to hit up Rick and be like, I knew what it was. No. Did they? No, of course they're going to be honest. People aren't honest. Nah. Uh, I hope that. That's Delica- why I said it. Delicatessen, it's called. Delicatessen, Delicatessen, 
What are you talking about? It's the same. Delicatessen. It's the same word. Oh my god. <laughs> It's the same word with a little bit of accent on it. Aussie cunt accent. Delicatessen. All right, all right. Dan. <laughs> Delimitessi versus delicatessen. Same thing. Right, it's the guys, same thing. Up. If you said that quick enough, three out of nine people wouldn't know what you meant. I hear, I've heard rumours that you have an extremely good fact. Oh, we're not there yet. No, we're not going facts. That's what I have on my list. Yeah, because you don't pay attention. We've got one more thing. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, anyway, quickly. Where was the last time you went to a That's why you don't do segues, Mark. <laughs> When, yeah. when was the last time you went to a set uh, a segway? When was the last time you went to a deli? Subway? Um, not that long ago. They do still exist. There's one just down from my work. Really? Yeah. Like what? What's it sell though? It Is it sells, just bread paper? Nah, it's all sorts of shit. So they've got like uh, Bay and Marie with like dim sims and chicken wings and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And then they make these little like focaccias, like ham, cheese, and to- tomato. And so it's like a cafe. Takeaway. Yep. Then they've got pies and pasties, it's and then not, they've got it's it's you know newspapers what it is? and the fridge with all the drinks in it and the yummy yummy little chocolate milks. It's a deli that has evolved to still survive, which I will now call a delimitessi. All right, <laughs> so the, the ones got, that have evolved. I've got this really cool fact. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> actually, we've still got a bit of time. Quickly. I've got to get this out because this is sort of trending at the all moment. Right, so I know nothing about okay. this. I'm sure there's a few people that have seen a, a few sporting clubs do little reels or Snapchat Snapchats of this. <clears throat> I want to ask you both this question. Snapchats. <laughs> I want you to think about it long and hard. Ooh. Okay. In the entire world, oh. do you think there are more wheels or more doors? Oh, is that all it is? That's all it is. But have a think about it. Yeah, I've got my answer. I've thought about this long and hard. Wheels. Yeah. Wheels. Why? I don't know. Think about think about hotels, how tall they are, how many rooms there are. Inside uh, those rooms, how many th- things? Cars, car, car doors. Yeah, but four. in that same hotel, you've got elevators that have little wheels that guide them up and down Ooh. the shaft. Yeah, so you've got, we've wheels got four the, wheels for wheel, a whole no, elevator. Wheels on the trolleys that push around Correct. the room service. Yep. You've also got office chairs that have wheels. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that this topic's going viral is, is disgusting. Ma- is making me want to quit social media altogether. Uh, it's wheels, by I the way. quite like it. I th- I believe it's wheels, but if you just just take your time because there's a lot of doors to everything. Yeah, well, you've got a car that's got four wheels. It's got five if you include the one in the well, boot. Would you call a boot a door? There's five know. there. Would you call a bonnet a door? Mm, no, because you can't get in. What? I think a person has to be able to go through it. So let's say mm, boots questionable, but doors are definitely things. Well, a car. Wheels, doors. Mm. Well, a car, it cancels one another out. Well, how many doors are in a standard house? 10, 12? Fair few. Fuck, it's hard. You've got to think about everything. Mop and bucket, there's wheels. Yeah. Like a golf cart. A golf buggy. cart. Uh, <laughs> a golf cart. Oh, it's new to me. Buggy. A yeah. bike. A bike crash. has no doors and just wheels. There you go. I think it's wheels. Anyway, all right, enough bullshit. Let's like move it. on. What do you mean? Oh, it's just stupid. It is stupid, but that's why we love it. That's the internet. Welcome to the Actually scared the absolute fuck out of him. He jumped out of yeah, his Yeah, he did jump. Huh? I said fact. Blood donors in Sweden receive a text message when their blood is used. Oh, that's awesome. There you go. So to mm. encourage more young people to donate blood, I can't say that word. Salgrenska University Hospital in Gothenburg, Sweden. Let me do an interpretation of that word. Donors when their blood has been dispensed to someone in need. A common issue with blood donation along with other types of charitable donations is that if a blood donor 
donor <laughs> doesn't know the, the recipient, it's harder to convince them to donate, mm. but it's definitely worth it. I think it is. I've I've actually gone. How many to, times have you given? Never. And I've, I've never. actually Mark. I've actually tried uh, to do it three times. I'm selfish. Don't want to do it. I. It's a convenience thing for me though. Like just to like be alive. To the delimitesi. Yeah. I. I don't know. What's the process? Can you just walk in there and no, you book. So okay. you make an appointment. Mm. You go in there. They stick a fucking huge needle in your arm mm. that's really uncomfortable. Really? You sit there for like 10 minutes. Sounds fun. Yeah. Mm. Is it like a, the one that they do here in a hospital or bigger? Bigger. Oh, yeah. It's big. Oh, it's big. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Um, I big feel boy. like I, I definitely should do it. I'd, I'd like to do it just once anyway just for the experience, just to say I've done it. Yeah. Not because I want to be a good person. And then if I don't hate it heaps bad, I'll go again. Do you still get cookies and milk? Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's nice. Anyway, I'll get a fact. Yep. Are you going last? Uh, yeah, I'm going last. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, mine's pretty good. Right. Oh, I don't know. This is this is a good one. Them. I don't mind this. What? Out of all the animals in the world, yeah, all the insects, sea creatures, sky birds, right? What animal do you think the male gets pregnant and has the baby? Seahorse. Oh, how do you know that? Oh, do you got a ding still? Uh, yeah, I got a ding. Woo-hoo! Well done. That's good. Yeah. You know things. I did yeah, know I that, but things. I wouldn't have been able to remember it. Oh, yeah. So okay. the male seahorse gets pregnant, has a pouch on the front of his stomach, and he carries babies around about two or 2,000 of them at a time. That's because he's a stinky little bitch. It's the only animal in the entire earth that has male doing the pregnancy. That's crazy. Didn't you ever watch Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie? Obviously not. Speaking of movies, oh, here it is. That was, was that a segue? Because that was Mate, fucking good. I'm the king of segues. Yeah, yeah. He's had a look at my sheet. He has. I haven't actually. Well, that's bloody. It was an intuitive. That segue. was convenient. Very good. Okay, I love my movies. Now, there's a lot of movies out there. There is one film where the person in that film has said the most swear words in that movie. Adam Sandler. This was very interesting. Can you think of the actor and what film? They Happy swore the most in, and if you can't, could you at least tell me how many swear words in total there were in that film? Yeah. Happy Gilmore, Adam I, Sandler? I would have thought Happy Gilmore straight off the top of my head, but if I think about it more, probably... No, Samuel L. Jackson. <gasps> oh, Samuel L. Jackson? That's a great one. Good, um, good guess. Okay, Little Mermaid? How's <laughs> <laughs> the Lion King? <laughs> um, the answer is Jonah Hill. Can oh, we, what, really? What movie? Superbad? Yeah, no, 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 no. no it's um, Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, what is yes. It? It's the Wolf of Wall Street. He oh, swore three hundred and seventy-six swear get. words. Jonah Hill in the Wolf of Wall Street. Wow, that's that a great movie. Scorsese too. went to town on Hill. Swear, yeah. swear, swear. Three hundred and seventy-six. Unbelievable. That's good. Crazy shit. Um, I want to watch that movie again. Yeah, actually. and just count them out. You know, I only watched that two months ago. <laughs> no, I don't want to count the swear words. <laughs> oh, I will, I will. Hey, you know a movie? Wait, just autistic. Just before we move on, 361 swear words were said by Leo in the same film. So Jonah only beat him by 15. Really? Yeah. That's a lot. So it's how many, I wonder how many swear words for the whole film. <sighs> Thousands. Mm. I think 6,000. Margot Robbie's probably over 200 too. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Hey, um, just before we go, I just wanted to get your opinion on this. I reactivated my Stan account purely to watch um, that new AFL doco yeah. come out and also to watch Gold because you were really keen on it. Have you seen it yet? I've seen it. Gold? I, yeah, Gold with um, 
Zac Efron, film no, I, I was Don't half, waste two hours of your life. I was, halfway, I was halfway through that film and I wanted to recommend it to you both and by the end I'm like, I, I don't know if you guys would like it or not. I hated it. I fucking gave it a good four. I just thought... I liked it. I liked I th- the concept of it. I thought the acting was quite good. Yeah, I, I, I did. I thought all of that was good but it just was... It was boring. Dragged, went on, it dragged, dragged, it went nowhere dragged. and I hate... I yeah, just, I... I, I, I Halfway through, I'm like, oh, this is going to be really good. Mm. At the end, I'm like, yeah, I'll give you a six out of ten. I think six. the problem is you want some development, right? And it just was like repetition. Wakes up, getting thirstier. Yeah, something yeah. else is going bad. Wakes up, getting thirstier. Something else is going bad. The lady comes, he kills her, he buries her. He doesn't know if he's really buried her. And then his fucking sister comes and then he doesn't realise. And then they fucking shoot you know what it made That's that like movie. a fucking good movie. That movie... <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if after day two the guy had come back and he took it out the ground and then they took it somewhere and shit started happening, way better ending. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, see you later, guys. I will see you there or I will see you on another time. That was very confusing. I don't know if you're going to come or not. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.